Buenos Nachos, amigos, and welcome to another fantastic episode of Record Breakers Podcast, where a group of friends gather together to talk about music, share music with each other, an album at a time. It's like a book club for music. It's fun. Uh, I'm Peter Ray of your man window plan. Here with me is, of course, my team, my squad, my crew. We've got Brett. I'm the Nug Queen. <laughs> we've got Drew. Hi. And we've got Patrick. Hola. We're here to talk about music. And the provider of the album this week is Patrick. Patrick, what do you got for us this week? Uh, I'm bringing out the weird uh, and some metal weird, specifically with Chelsea Wolf and her new album, Hiss Spun. Yeah. Uh, interesting album, to say the least. Um, Drew, what were your expectations coming into this album? I didn't have really any, like, at all. Usually, like, I can make up a joke at this point about my expectations. I couldn't, I've never heard this name before. I've never seen this album before. I had nothing to go on with this one besides, like, hey, it's going to get weird. I'm like, all right, this can be all right. That's about it. Yeah. Uh, Brett, what were your expectations coming into this album? You know, I, I, I always listen to everything that charts on the Billboard Top 200. But no, actually, I had no fucking clue. Also, I googled this was this charted. <laughs> but that, uh, that amazes me. But also, like, good for her. Also, wow. I, I bet the record breakers could chart if we really tried. But um, no, like, I had no fucking clue what I was getting into. Like, I, 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 I it's a a lady's name, and then I googled it, and then I saw the genre, and I was like, wait a minute, what a what? Wait, huh? And then I listened to the album. Yes, uh, there's not a lot of information because it's not a artist that I, any of us are familiar with, but it's definitely an interesting set of genre. Uh, Patrick, how would you describe this album musically? What would be the themes elements that come to your attention? So this isn't, I don't think this is really easy to pigeonhole into one genre, but it is possible to pigeonhole it into about four. It's sort of gothy doom metal with a side of post metal, but also like, girl goth rock i don't know it's weird um so some years ago uh the same friend who introduced me to deaf heaven uh put uh chelsea wolf's second album apocalypse on on my computer and uh and i just sort of i was like oh this is pretty cool and i had kind of kept track and then when her new record came out uh a couple people had mentioned it being very good so i went and listened to it i'm like holy shit this is amazing so uh, here we are. It's um, it's it's very much sort of sludgy, slow doom metal, but with very very gothy overtones and vibes. And you've got you know uh, a sort of creepy, haunting soprano voice doing you know uh, in terms of the singing. So it's it doesn't sound like a whole lot of other stuff going on right now. Uh, yeah, that is that is true to say the least. Um, Drew, how would you describe this album musically? He wasn't lying when he said weird. Um, is how I would describe it. Um, it was 
it's weird to me that this album can't like that there was like a singular mind behind it because it seems to go all over the place um which you usually get in like weird experimental bands with a lot of different ideas from a lot of different members and this was like her right um she's a singer songwriter that just happens to work in like a metal palette um which is cool in a way um the whole like sludgy goth thing is not my bag um so what weird i know um so like that part of it like i was like oh okay like i get it sort of maybe but like definitely not like i i got it but i didn't get it i guess the thing to me that was the saving grace was that was her right was the vocal because there was something like hauntingly beautiful about her vocal in general what I will say is I wish it was mixed a little differently because it feels like she is like in the mix. She is with the guitar and I kind of wish she was more on top of instead of like with. Um, but besides that, like the, the her voice and the effects used therein were very effective. Like to me from like a compositional standpoint, um, at times like all of it coming together was like sort of, uncomfortable in like a sort of that like dark way that you when you make this music you want it to be i guess sort of like using a dutch angle in the horror movie well and not bad um so like in that it was effective but from me i just like musically i was really lost in like all of this so uh yeah yeah you know, I, I, I would I would have imagined Drew at, uh you know, with his uh dark leathers and his boots uh and his yeah. chains uh on the weekends and hitting up them goth clubs. Uh maybe the one of the ones that do the thing with the, that gif and so on the internet. Uh play with the invisible Fushigi. Uh Brett. What would be the themes on this that caught your attention? How would you describe this album musically? Uh musically? Uh, well, um, it, this is an album that is obviously not made to have radio hits. It's not something that the masses will. You, I can't hand this to my grandma and be like, "Listen, this is good. Look at these catchy tunes, grandma." Um, the the songs they aren't exactly earwormy. In fact, I might call them boring uh, at times. Like they drone on for a long, long time, and sometimes you know that that's that it, it builds a lot it's a very there are a lot of ambient noises uh there are a lot of you know vocals that sound like an anime girl recorded through a cardboard tube in a warehouse uh sometimes you can kind of understand some of the vocals a lot of times it's unintelligible um not a lot of technicality here you're not going to have like you know the the staples of of metal music like you know blazing drums or a guitar that does things um, uh, you know, there, there's, it, it's, it's kind of a weird thing. I, I've never sat down and listened to anything quite like this. Probably never will. Uh, but, um, it, it's, it's, it's hard to describe musically because a lot of it is very dissonant and unmusical. Uh, it's more like a, it's a piece of art, uh, like with some sound to it. Yes, it is. 
it's not exactly something that you put on when you want to go drive fast. It's not something that you're going to jump off a Marshall stack and do jump splits to. And, uh, you know. I thought you were going somewhere else with that. Yeah. This isn't really something that sounds like it was inspired by a cocaine bender either. Um, Although I don't know. I couldn't really tell what was going on a lot of times. But as somebody maybe, who, maybe more of a quaalude bender. D- yes, somebody. Yes, uh, but you know it, it's it, the the genre sludge metal uh, as a term that I was unfamiliar with. Uh, I guess that's a really good way to like if I if I were to describe what a sludge sounded musically, like that that sounded like a lot of the instruments were played through a wall of sludge um and uh, muffled behind it um so it, it's it's very it was a new taste for me it was like uh eating a pickle for the first time or tasting see, mayonnaise yeah see i i i knew of it but only because i learned the baseline to scream of the butterfly a while back when i was a teenager <laughs> so there's my acid bath reference for the night welcome Fucking to that one <laughs> nice. Uh, yeah, there's a lot of atmospheric sounds happening on on this album. Uh, it's very like moody, uh, and very sludgy. Um, uh, I will say, uh, if you happen to be uh somebody who plays the game uh Dead Cells, uh, which is in early access right now, this makes pretty good background music. I mean, not that it doesn't have a fantastic soundtrack, uh, already, but. If you happen to look in, look for an alternative soundtrack to it, there's that. <laughs> Super Mario Odyssey improved by this album. <laughs> uh, but yeah, yeah, the, the moodiness and can tend to blend together. I would say music and the, this album, uh, at least to me. But let's talk about some of the key tracks. If we can kind of pick some out, Patrick. What would be some of the key tracks for you? Um, I'll start out with the opening track, do the record breakers thing. Uh, so this was sort of alluded to, but this album is kind of all about atmosphere and like mostly, you know, a lot of the metal we've dealt with has been hugely speedy and technical and, and, or, or like very much has its roots in punk music. This is like, I just want to make creepy ass shit. And, and sort of a metal mill hue. Uh, but Spun is a really like sludgy track. Uh, like Doom Metal, Sludge Metal is all kind of this like slow plotting sort of a thing, but this adds a whole lot more in terms of sort of texture and density in terms of how it sounds and how it gets, you know, creepy. The song has a really cool guitar melody on the chorus. Uh, like Brett said, this isn't the most technical guitar playing, but it is like stuff happens. It isn't just it isn't just <laughs> stuff happens. It Springs isn't just get plucked. Pure like out. you know, <laughs> chugga chugga chuggas, and but it also really doesn't have meatly meatly knees. It's sort of something in between. It doesn't uh, even have meads. <laughs> uh, the calling. Uh, it's a really really simple song. That kind of builds up from a you know really simple descending chord progression, but you get uh like her voice is i I think one of the stars of the show it's it's 
kind of atypical of female singers. There's a lot of uh, like she's not she's not all about the uh, the power stuff. It's it's often like like Drew kind of said, it's a little more buried in the mix. It isn't all about like volume and power, but she still has it when she wants it. Um, and uh, they kind of there's a little bit of what I would I describe at least sonically as a wall of sound where like there is just a lot happening at once where it all kind of gets mixed together. And I, I sometimes really like that. I, I call it satisfyingly dense. There's, and like it happened in the same way with death heaven, but at, you know, five times the tempo, but like that sort of, you know, sometimes reverbed out very, very dense sound. And then the closing track scrape. Holy shit. Uh, that is, a really, really intense song. And like the vocals are basically a full octave above 80% of the record. Um, you know, gets into the high stuff, but, uh, it, it's a really, really like intense song doubly. So if you actually go dig up the lyrics, they're, uh, they're, they're about some shit, but that like, and there's, you know, other songs on the album. I really enjoy Vex is cool especially because it's got Aaron Turner from ISIS. ISIS, the sadly most unfortunately named post-metal band who existed before the terrorist organization, and I really wish they would come back because they make good music, um, is really cool. And uh, Twin Fawn, which does sort of the 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 very like drastic dynamic changes that sort of remind me of the Pixies, which is kind of an odd thing to think about in a metal record. But it's an you know it it does that that ability to just shift dynamic range from something relatively quiet to something loud as shit. Mm-hmm. Um, Drew, what will be some of the key tracks for you? Sick yawn, bro. <laughs> <laughs> that that was not meant as a commentary on this record. That was more meant as a commentary on not sleeping. Um, spun. We'll start with spun. Um, starting with feedback can be a really strong thing. Um, we used to start, uh, concerts sometimes with a song and started with feedback. So like it's an attention grabber. Like when you grab someone's attention, you want to, in my opinion, then excite them with something. Um, it didn't for this one. Um, if I could, like, if I point to a song on this record, though, that the vocals, I think, made the most sense uh, in the mix, it would be this one. Um, even though, like I said before, I would like them a little more in the forefront personally, but here it did make sense. Um, but stylistically, I think the song was actually kind of cool. Um, like, doing that weird ambient thing. Um, Particle Flux? The groove on that was really cool um it was just the effects the sludginess like uh whatever and then scrape um the the album ended like just with like to me that song was just like a it trudged along and then just ended and i was like uh oh oh the the album's done then like it was just sort of weird to end on this like whimper of a song to me. Um. Yeah. 
Uh, Brett, what was some? What would be some of the key tracks for you? Well, I I, I misheard Drew say ambient music, and I, I thought about it like yeah. snorecore. <laughs> uh, like that's gonna be my first snorecore album, ambient music. Uh, it's it's gonna be great. Um, man, this was very difficult for me to pick things out, so uh, I sort of did a scatter shot approach here. Uh, spun. Um, this is the example of like the droning bass and drums, uh, and the like ridiculously reverbed out guitar that sounds like the amplifiers are behind like this fountain of honey that's just dripping in front of them and the sounds going through the honey. So like it, 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 it's kind of muffled. Um, it, it, that had to take some work to do, uh, in Vex, uh, I, I, I heard some, uh, some throat ripping growl harmony, which I didn't know was a thing. And I didn't, uh, I thought that was, it was, it, it made me, made me smile. Um, like Drew was saying about particle flux, um, it, it, the, the, the fuzzed out bass tone was well-crafted fuzzed out bass tone. Uh, the usage could be argued one way or the other, like the, the technical way that they were using it but the the way that that sounds in, in the mix like it was in your face and I, I that that sounded great anybody bring a square wave to the table I'm, I'm a fan um uh, offering is probably the tightest and most digestible song uh it's also one of the shorter songs um it had one of those like uh meat 90s industrial band digital drums going on like uh like it sounded like the, it cost a bunch of money and was the the size of my desk, and it made kind of bloops and bleeps uh, in a drum way, um, and I could totally hear that song being played over the credits of a like a B plus tier horror movie, um, and uh, you know there there are a lot of a lot of sameness between but if you start picking out okay this is the this is the song in that has the fuzz or this is the song that is short or this is the song that is not short um you know you could you could really pick things apart but but you know that's a pretty good mix of mix of tracks that i send you go do your own homework yeah uh send me yeah, back a, an essay it's hard to for even to, to remember particular tracks <laughs> but i guess those will be whoa pd throwing some shade um yeah i mean boom, 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 boom. this uh, this was a curveball i will fully recognize that this is something i love that is going to hit a very small narrow audience <laughs> as i try to like meet myself so i don't snort on camera uh i can't breathe right now Not uh, the last snort the drug snort uh more like the cold snort. like rubber johnny up in here uh, Drew, let, let's talk about some, let's bring it back around the horn and talk about some conclusive thoughts. Drew, what would be your conclusion on this album as a whole? It, it's hard for me to have one because I know this is like, this is not made for me. Like, this is, this is something that is, it is well crafted for the audience that it's going for. Um, and that's, that's awesome. I know that there's a lot of my music that is not great. And there would be not something for every audience. But it is well-crafted for that audience. Um, I 
don't dig it because when I go to like the metal sort of stuff, I look for more uh, complicated. Like I look for more like intricate musical work, not intricate like like any work. Like I'm not going for it for like the weird artistry. That's not where I go for that. But I can appreciate that it exists. I guess I could say. Yeah. Huh. Yeah. Huh? <laughs> Sorry, I was huh? closing my closet. <laughs> I didn't know you finished. Uh, Brett, what would be your conclusion on this album as a whole? Well, stealing from the AV Club uh, and, and their review, uh, quote, never content to go slow and heavy when it could be going slower and heavier. The, the bombast is overwhelming, and while... There's an admirable zeal to her drive for making the most, <laughs> making almost every second as intense as possible. It begins to get numbing. This is a very, very specific album for a specific specific type of person, uh, like somebody who can actually read what's on their monitor. Um, but no, uh, this is a. Uh, I will die for anyone's right to make music that I don't like. Uh, this is music that like. It wasn't complete noise, but it was a lot of noise. Um, like it wasn't made for me, uh, and you know, not everything is. Uh, like, I I probably never am going to listen to this album ever again. And uh, but you know, it didn't like hurt. It wasn't a painful experience. It was just something I didn't enjoy. Um, and uh, if you are into this, you know, some of my friends are into this kind of stuff. Um, you enjoy it. Uh, but for me, I'll, 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 I'll take my metal with technicality and, uh, <laughs> like big hair and, uh, jump splits and cocaine and like every now and then, you know, a heroin overdose. Yeah. Um, yeah, I mean, this, uh, this is very kind of, uh, samey and a little bit of, a uh, a little bit of a washing over you feeling, but overall it was a good and atmospheric. It was well made. It's just not super memorable <laughs> uh i think it makes for good background music it makes for you know uh and it makes for a, a a cool listen it was cool and well made uh just uh didn't stick i bounced right out of it uh just to, coin, to, to borrow a term um but yeah patrick what would be your conclusion on this album I kind of like that, like, I, I will always have a spot in my head for metal. Like, that is, it is a genre I love. But I like that it's changing. I like that new ideas are coming into it. There's nothing wrong with jump splits. I enjoy that as well. There's nothing wrong with hyper-technical, meatly, meatly, me metal. I love that as well. I just like that there's something else also happening. And for whatever reason, I really enjoy this record. It is, this album is darkness. Like, it is, it is misery and darkness and fucking you know goth kid feelings but set to music and that's okay sometimes with me because i am sometimes that kid so like if you like metal like give this a shot because it is different and you can get into the whole weird world of like doom metal and drone metal and start listening to boris and Suno and all kinds of weird shit but this is fun for me like i like that it's something different i like that it is it is it is a unique sound that 
not a whole lot of people are really doing right now. If anyone. Yeah. Yeah. Sorry. I'm like, <laughs> I can't breathe. Um, yes. Those are our thoughts on his spun by Chelsea Wolf. It's an album. And now we're going to have. <laughs> it's, a, it's an album. Fox quote. Fox quote. It's an album. It's a website. Uh, of course. Now we get to the main event of the evening. We get to our haiku reviews. We'll sum it all up in poetic form. Or at least try our best. Um, Drew, what is your haiku? The voice was great, sure. But the music put me off. I'd prefer Earl Grey. Um, Brett, what would be your haiku? Playing in drop Z. Not sure if enough echo. Sludge is a great term. Yeah. Um, my haiku? Uh, moody metal tunes with plenty of doom and gloom. What was going on? Uh, and Patrick, what is your haiku? Musical darkness, a haunting and unique voice. Metal ain't dead yet. Uh, and yes, that concludes our thoughts on Chelsea's, Chelsea Wolf's His Spun, not Chelsea Spun's His Wolf. Uh, to Chelsea, borrow a coin. Yes, to borrow a coin. May I borrow a coin? Uh, uh, you can of course find it all on our Spotify playlist. Play Record Breakers, the home game. Follow along at home. Uh, do your homework uh, along with us. Uh, on that Spotify playlist, of course, is going to be next week's record. Uh, and the next week's record is going to be provided by Brett. Brett, what do you got for us next week? Uh, I, I More of the same. We're, we're, we're going to bring more sludge metal. Uh, we're going to bring <laughs> Queens of the Stone Age and their album Songs for the Death. Yep. The sludgiest. Uh, yes, the sludgiest. The sludgiest and the hudgiest. Um, you can, of course, find us all over the internet. Patrick is at Swagger. Brett is at HabyDeBibbert. H-I-B-B-I-T-Y-B-I-B-B-R-D. Drew is at X-Rex. I'm at PDWave. The show is at 4A-RecordBreakers. That's the number 4A-RecordBreakers. RecordBreakersPodcast.com. RecordBreakersPodcast at gmail.com. If you want to email us, Rebelli.net for this and other shows. Rebelli TV on YouTube and other places. Find us everywhere you find podcasts. Like, share, subscribe, do all the things. Until next time. Hasta los huevos.
Diamond Club hopes you have enjoyed this program. <laughs>